up everybody welcome to or welcome back to the but how podcast my name is Aaliyah and I am the host of this podcast and this is a very very special episode today oh my god I'm so fucking excited to be here recording this episode today marks one year of the Bud How podcast and this episode today as you can see by the title is going to be 23 lessons that I have learned in 23 years of living so on the day that I am uploading this podcast episode will be Saturday December 11th and that is my 23rd birthday I have removed it from literally all of my social media links, which actually I'm going to be getting into the social media thing a bit later because I know in previous episodes I plugged my Instagram and for those who are now going to search my Instagram, it is no longer there, but more on that later. Um, I've removed my birthday from all my social links just because I feel like the real ones that actually need to know when my birthday is are the ones that listen to my podcast. My fellow beautiful listeners, whoever is listening to this on the other side, you're a fucking real one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of But How. Like I said, today is going to be a very special episode because The very first episode that I recorded when I started this podcast was 22 things that I have learned in 22 years. And I remember when I very first sat down to record that episode, I was so proud of myself for just making it happen. It was something that I wanted to do for a very long time and I kind of let the fear of putting myself out there and being vulnerable hold me back from actually making it happen until one day I was like you know what fuck it I am just going to do it if it excites you and it scares you at the same time then it is meant to be and having this podcast is so rewarding to me I absolutely love sitting down, opening up my computer, grabbing my microphone, and just pouring my thoughts out and uploading them onto the internet. Like, there is truly nothing more liberating than that, honestly. And I am just so thankful for how far this podcast has come in the last year, despite the little (coughs) four-month break that I took from uploading podcast episodes. Sorry about that, y'all. Um, but what a fucking crazy year it's been. I cannot believe that I'm here still doing this one year later. This is probably the longest commitment I've ever made in my entire life. This coming from the Sagittarius who is afraid of committing to literally everything. I'm committed to this podcast. I am committed to every single one of you who tunes in every single week to check in and see if I have uploaded podcast episodes. And I don't want to be a shady ass host anymore and not upload for you guys because you guys deserve that. I see the lives that I'm impacting by putting my message out there for the world, sharing my life experiences and my stories. And I know that there are 
people out there that genuinely enjoy the But How podcast. And if you are one of those people who tunes in every single week, or maybe even if this is just the first time and now you're already hitting subscribe, like, thank you. I would not be here if it was not for you guys and your support. Right now, the But How podcast has been downloaded in... 199 cities and 25 countries like what the fuck you guys (laughs) I cannot believe that there are people in parts of the world that I literally have never met before have never seen that listen to my podcast religiously like that is just so crazy to me and I am so grateful so 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 grateful in October of 2020, I reached out to my friend Becca and asked her to create some artwork for the podcast. And that is the artwork that you now all see for the But How podcast. And I love this artwork so much. It means the world to me that it was created by somebody who cares about me and supports me like my friend Becca does. And I always have Becca's Instagram linked in the description below, but she deserves a shout out and she is somebody who supports me in all aspects of life, not just the podcast. And it would really mean the world to me if you guys would all go and give her a follow on Instagram. And if you ever need any artwork done for anything, please reach out to my girl. Okay, so... I want to get into 23 things I've learned in 23 years, but before I get started, I always throw this disclaimer out there and ask you all to go into this episode with an open mind. It is very important to remember that my perception of life is very different than your perception of life. And all of my experiences have created my reality. All of your experiences create your reality. So it is okay if we agree or disagree on certain topics. These are just lessons that I have learned in my life and could add value to your life as well. So please go into this episode and every episode with an open mind. All right, without further do let's get into 23 things that I have learned in 23 years of living lesson number one your energy belongs to you what do I mean by this if you are in a relationship a friendship a job a career anything put yourself in whatever situation that you are in and you do not feel like it is bringing your energy up or helping you evolve as a human being as a soul you have the ability to walk away from that situation or to say no to that situation your energy is sacred to you and it belongs to you and you need to give it to yourself before you can give it to anybody else And you need to actually ask yourself, is this helping me or is it hurting me? 
is this something that I could see myself doing for the next five years? Is this a person I could see myself with for the next five years? And if the answer is no, you need to take back what is yours, your energy. Keep that for yourself. In the time span of a day, 24 hours, you only have so much energy that you can give. So you need to be very mindful of where you are allocating that energy. It belongs to you and you only. Even if you are in a partnership with somebody, even if you are committed to a job, know that your energy belongs to you. And once you claim that shit, you are free. (laughs) And let me tell you all, it is such a fucking great place to be in. And I want to get that one out of the way right away. I know I kind of dove into that one head first, but that is probably the most important lesson that I have learned this year is that I need to put myself and my needs, my energy first. And it's okay to say no to opportunities, to going out, to anything. If it doesn't feel right for you, just know that it is okay. It's your time, your energy. You only get so much in a day. So be very mindful of where you are putting your energy into. Number two, it is okay to not be okay. And boy, do I want to dive into this one so badly in this episode. However, my friend Briggs and I on the Blissful Breakfast with Briggs podcast, um, we recorded an entire episode that will be up Monday, December 13th. So if you are listening to this episode after that date, check the description below. But for now, I am just going to leave it at that. It is okay to not be okay. Number three is kind of a two-parter. So the first part, evaluate the relationships that you have in your life. Does this person help you or hurt you? And I don't mean physically. I mean, are they keeping you stuck where you are at or are they helping you to evolve? And if the answer is that they are not helping you to evolve, it is time to remove that person from your life. And if that person is somebody who genuinely wants to see you succeed, helps you to grow and to evolve and supports you in all aspects of your life, then it is time to bring more attention to those relationships and stop trying to build new ones with new people. Pay attention to and really value the relationships that you do have in your life because it is more important to have one or two, three, however many friends, however many close friends in your life than it is to have 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 followers on Instagram that are just giving you that instant gratification by liking your posts or commenting on your pictures. Those people are not adding value to your life. Pay attention to the people who do and make sure that they know that you love them, you care about them, and you support them. So evaluate the relationships that you have and give extra attention to those that are important to you. Lesson number four, Set clear boundaries in every single thing that you walk into. 
every single new opportunity that you walk into, you need to set clear boundaries. This is going to help to eliminate any future conflict. If you're starting a new relationship, set boundaries. If you're starting a new job, set boundaries. Anything that you are doing, even if it's not new, I actually, I wish I wouldn't have said new. I want to eliminate that. If you feel like you do not have clear boundaries in something, just know that it is never too late to set them. The sooner, the better when it comes to setting boundaries, okay? You're going to save yourself a lot of hurt in the future if you set those boundaries from the very beginning, but just know that it is never too late to set boundaries in whatever situation you feel like you need to set boundaries in. All right. Number five is that natural beauty is the best beauty. I actually, as of May of 2021, completely stopped wearing makeup. I think I've worn makeup like three times since May, and I feel more beautiful in my own skin than I ever have in my entire 23 years of living. I have gone to the extreme end of doing the full face of foundation, bronzer, contour, highlight, everything, and it takes so fucking long to do, and I feel so gross when I do it. I feel like I can't lay my head on a white pillow and take a nap in the middle of the day. Like, how fucking lame. I hate that shit. And in no way, shape, or form is this an attack on women who do feel more confident in a full face of makeup to each their own. Honestly, I just feel like I see women as more beautiful when they are a naked, bare face. Like, I do think that makeup is art and it is an outlet for a lot of people, but I Every single woman that I have seen wear a full face of makeup and have a naked face, I would much rather prefer to see them without any makeup on and embrace their natural beauty. You came into this world without makeup. You're going to go out without makeup. So instead of wasting your time doing makeup, just try it out. Just try that natural beauty out. And I owe this to my friend Ava who is actually quite a bit younger than me, um, she never wears makeup. And I was like, girl, you're so pretty. Like, what the heck? Like, I was so drawn to her, not in, like, an attracted way by any means, but I thought she was so beautiful and just radiated such positive energy. And she told me that ever since she started dating her boyfriend, she stopped wearing makeup. And she really inspired me to just not want to care anymore and not try like if I am going to enter a relationship with somebody like I'd much rather them see me without any makeup on and not have the expectation to constantly put a full face of makeup on than to be that full glammed girl all the time because it's just unrealistic it's an unrealistic expectation that society has set for us as women unfortunately but Point being, number five, natural beauty is the best beauty. All right, lesson number six, question absolutely everything. 
I don't even know how to dive into this. I just want to say, like, question absolutely everything. Question why you do things. Question why other people do things. Question why the universe works in the way that it does. Question everything. And this kind of ties into number seven, which is to be extremely mindful of the content slash the the information that you are consuming question everything and I kind of want to leave it at that but I do have one more little thing to add read the book 1984 y'all please read the book 1984 and question absolutely everything when you question everything you begin to think for yourself and an awakening happens inside of you and i'm gonna leave it at that read the book 1984 period (laughs) number eight is the power of meditation and calming your mind i am somebody who has practiced meditation for probably the last two years now and I've kind of done it on and off kind of comes and goes in waves but over the last year I have started to take meditation quite serious because I know that the mind is a muscle that you need to exercise much like the rest of your body you will find out so much about yourself in those moments where you are still and you are present and just allow your mind to wander, kind of observe your thoughts, but not attach yourself to them. Don't attach feelings or emotions to them and just let them be, let them flow in and out of your life and observe, be the observer of your mind. The ninth lesson that I have learned in 23 years is embodiment. This year, I started an OnlyFans. I had an episode up about it, and I'm kind of going back and forth with if I want to keep my OnlyFans or not. It's something that I feel like I haven't really paid too much attention to in the last um, month or so, and I'm very happy that I started my OnlyFans because it really taught me how to be comfortable in my own body, how to feel sexy, and how to just love myself unconditionally. And I hope that every single person in this world gets the opportunity to experience that because being comfortable in your own body, in the home that your soul has is so fucking liberating you guys like I don't give a fuck who sees me naked it's just a body my body your body we're all the fucking same and you just have to embrace the body that God gave you girl or boy I guess I I always fucking do that shit like I'm always like girl girl everybody's a girl to me okay I can't assume that every person that's listening to this is a girl but Girl, I really hope that you feel that true embodiment one day. I hope that for you. That is my biggest wish for everybody in this world. Because if we all were comfortable in our own bodies, 
we would all be so much happier. This world would be such a better place because there wouldn't be any jealousy, resentment, hate, or any of those negative feelings toward each other because we're all so comfortable within ourselves. You see what I'm saying here? So if you want to see changes in the world, if you want to see this world become a better place, start with yourself. Learn how to truly embody the body, the earth suit that you have. Lesson number 10 is the importance of setting goals and having somebody to hold you accountable for those goals. We're coming up on the new year. It's a time where everybody is setting goals for themselves. And if you are somebody who has previously failed over and over and over again, like many people do, myself included, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, try this time around telling somebody about your goals or sitting down with um, somebody who you trust, you love, you know has your best interests, and sharing those goals with that person so that you two can hold each other accountable for those goals and having weekly check-ins. I recently just did this with a friend and my brother and it was so much fun to just sit to just sit around the table and all kind of talk about the things that we want to accomplish in the next 30 days. That's the segment of time that we chose to set our goals for and just hold each other accountable for those goals because sometimes we can set goals for ourselves and then excuse them because you know life gets busy you know a birthday party came up so you had to have that piece of cake or have that drink you know all of these different things that come up in your life and it's okay to slip up on your goals but it does help to have somebody hold you accountable to them and get you back on track with those goals okay you guys it has been a whole entire day <laughs> now picking up on lesson number 11 my microphone stopped working and I like freaked shit for a second I'm not gonna lie um went to Best Buy got a whole new microphone for curbside pickup opened the box it was not the right microphone at all that I needed it didn't come with like a cable for it I would have had to go buy that as well in addition and then it occurred to me that the uh, the cord was broken. So now I have a replacement cord and I'm back and I'm actually high this time. So I feel like the episode is probably going to flow a lot more easily. There's going to be a little bit more fluidity to this podcast now because I am just a better person when I am high. And that brings me to lesson number 11 is that this year I really learned the power of plant medicine and I did a whole entire episode on magic mushrooms so if you guys want to hear about my first and only so far so far um, experience doing mushrooms then I will have that link in the description below it was really fun episode to record it was a really fun experience in general um, just go back and listen to that but um, also with weed, so at the beginning of 2021, I was definitely smoking a lot of weed, like all day, every single day, I feel like. No, not I feel like. I, I was smoking all day, every single day. And then 
around summertime, I started to kind of cut back on my weed consumption, um, but noticed a decline in my mental health and then started to smoke less and less. And the less I smoked, uh, the worse I felt, honestly. (laughs) And I've also had some really rough times with weed where it's kind of made me feel shitty, but for the most part, it's made me feel really really happy like it really levels me out it actually allows me to relax and to breathe and just makes me a better person honestly so there's definitely a negative stigma around people that smoke a lot and I don't know I just feel like for a while I would attach um that belief to myself and call myself a shitty person for smoking all the time but it really is something that helps me out a lot so I don't really feel like I'm hurting anybody or harming causing anybody any harm by doing it and I think that's the whole point of like why weed is becoming more and more legal is because they're realizing that it's not really doing shit like the people that are actually causing issues in the world are the ones that are drinking not smoking like we're just chilling here we just want some fucking peace smoking is definitely something smoking and shrooms plant medicine in general has definitely been a really big lesson for me this year and finding a balance with smoking and having my first experience with uh, medicinal mushrooms So lesson number 12 is to be aware of your surroundings. I found this out really, really quick when I moved to Houston and realized just how fucking big this place is and how many crazy people are in this world and um, very quickly had to get a stunt gun, pepper spray, a fucking knife to protect myself. It's a crazy world out there and it's just important to be aware of your surroundings especially if you're a female and if you're anything like me and think that you're a bad little bitch and that you could take down anybody just wait until somebody actually fucking comes after you <laughs> and um, then you'll have a wake-up call like your girl did for sure um, lesson number 13 is to be okay with silence Um, I spend a lot of time listening to music and I love music. It's very therapeutic for me, but this year I have found actually that it is more calming for my mind and for my body. I feel less anxious, um, at certain times of the day when I'm just driving in silence and I just need to really sit and think about things or to let go of certain things or to run over my plan for the next day or what's going to happen next like you can't necessarily do two things at a time like you can't listen to a song and also thoroughly think through the things that you want to think through or talk about with yourself having conversations with myself in the car um but the point of this is silence for sure So being okay with silence, um, taking silent showers. I used to never go into the shower without a speaker, but it's just a really good time to just be present and to collect your thoughts and yeah, learn a lot about yourself in the silence. That is for goddamn sure. Lesson number 14 is to always trust your intuition. Always. If you have a gut feeling about something, this is your fucking sign right here. I'm telling you right now, 
listen to your intuition. It is never wrong. Your body has the ability to tell you when things are off. That is what we call our gut instinct, our intuition. Follow that. Listen to that. If something doesn't feel right in your life, if there is a relationship or if you're in a job that you don't like and you, your intuition, your gut is telling you, like you need to listen to it. The universe, God, whatever you believe in has your back. So just trust in your intuition always. Lesson number 15. All you can see in front of you is how you feel inside your head. And yes, that is an Alan Watts quote from an EDM song that I listened to while I was on the treadmill the other day and jotted that one right the fuck down because it is so true. If you are thinking negatively, like, why me putting yourself in the victim mentality, you are going to attract negative things into your life. And if you think positively, then you will attract positive things into your life. It's a huge lesson that I have learned this year for sure. And I sometimes still struggle with it, quite honestly. Like, I struggled with it a lot today. I had some negative thoughts this morning and kind of rolled into uh, the next hour of my morning, and I decided I'm just going to put a fucking stop to it. I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to journal. I'm going to do all the things I know that make me feel good, and then it started to get better um, throughout the day, so it's just about thinking positively, and then you will start to attract positive things, so All you see in front of you is how you feel inside your head. So just think positively and positive things will happen to you. Number 16 is that social media is toxic. I know that a lot of people are aware of this. Like it's talked about so much more now I feel like than it was like even a couple of years ago and people are starting to realize it and definitely take a step back. But I do know that there are a lot of people who spend hours and hours a day, you know, scrolling through TikTok, which is still social media. I've just realized how toxic it really is. And the content that you are consuming is going to reflect on who you are as a person. Um, You are a product of your environment. I say that literally all of the time on the podcast. And it is so true. Um, and social media is just extremely toxic, which is why I know I talked about it in the beginning. So now getting to this, I decided to delete my Instagram because I just did not see any value in it. Like I promoted podcast episodes on there. Yes. And people did go and listen to the podcast on there, but I do feel like I just kind of wasted a lot of time of my life scrolling through Instagram, not necessarily this time around, but the first time that I had Instagram, then deleted it and then got it back. Um, But just realizing how much time we actually spend, even if it's just like two minutes a day, which was like two to five was like my average, which I know is very low compared to a lot of people. But that's two to five minutes of my day that I am literally never going to get back. And I could have spent reading a couple more pages of my book or meditating five minutes longer. You only get 24 hours in a day. So just like I said in one of the other lessons, like being mindful of where you're putting your energy because you only get so much in a day. Number 17 is to be present. 
and I'm just going to leave that one at that because I am rambling here, you guys. Who let me smoke? Jesus. (laughs) Number 18. If you and another individual are having a conflict or you feel like there is tension, it is okay to say that you need some time to breathe, to collect your thoughts, and then come back and you can have a more level head when you're having that conversation with the person. I talk about breath work quite often on the podcast and by just stopping and taking a couple of deep breaths, you will already feel more calm. I have talked about the four, seven, eight breath, which literally will slow down your entire nervous system. So it's inhaling for the count of four, holding at the top for the count of seven, and then exhaling for eight. And even if you don't have time or feel comfortable um, asking to step away, you just want to make sure when you're trying to calm your body that the exhale is at least one breath longer than the inhale, and that will help to calm you down in a situation like that. The point of this lesson is to is that it is okay to just say that you need to take a step away so that you can recollect yourself and then show up as a better version of yourself for that conversation because nothing good ever comes when two angry people are going at it with each other like literally nothing gets resolved until time has passed or at least one of the individuals has calmed down and then the other person calms down and then you come to a resolution so just know that it's okay to take a step away and come back and revisit the conversation. Lesson number 19. We are all connected. If you help somebody, you are helping yourself. And if you hurt somebody, you are hurting yourself. We are all just the universe experiencing itself. So just be kind to one another. It always feels better to help somebody And it never feels good to hurt somebody. We all know that. We learn that when we're little children. But yet we have a difficult, difficult time as adults practicing it. So if you help somebody, you are helping yourself. And if you hurt somebody, you are hurting yourself. We are all connected. Lesson number 20 is that there are lessons in everything. So when something bad is happening to you, there is a lesson in it. And when something good is happening to you, there is a lesson in it. And I feel like I repeat myself. This is probably sounding a little bit redundant for those who listen to the podcast regularly. But when something bad happens to you, it's important to ask yourself why it's happening for you and not why is this happening to me? Because it's very easy to slip into the victim mentality, but something great is going to come from it. You just, you might not understand it yet, but there are always lessons to be learned in difficult times. Lesson number 21 is the importance of practicing gratitude. This is something that I have really put into practice pretty heavily this year. I know that it is something that a lot of people do like around you know Thanksgiving the holidays family gatherings and and it's definitely a very 
generous time of the year. It's a time to be really thankful for all the things that we have. But practicing this on an every day, a daily basis, writing down the things that you are grateful for, asking your friends, your family, your coworkers what they're grateful for, really shaking up their shit. <laughs> like nobody ever expects that question, but people love to answer it. It's like one of my favorite questions to ask people. My roommate, George, George, if you're listening to this, I hope that you're grateful for all the beautiful things in life today. Um, I always ask him every single day, what are you grateful for? And just out of the blue sometimes, he'll just, without me even asking, just list off some things that he's grateful for. And it's fucking contagious, you guys. Just asking somebody, what are you thankful for today? What are you thankful that you have in your life? It gets them thinking in a way that they're probably not used to when you're having like a regular conversation with somebody and you get the chance to actually see the things that they they love and appreciate in their life and makes them reflect on those things and actually hold a higher value to them. Sometimes, especially people in our lives that we have around us, we often tend to take for granted and we forget how grateful we should be to have them in our lives and just different things like being able to take a hot shower like the breakfast that you have and how it tastes and the sun shining um the grass for being green a new song that came out it can be the tiniest little things to be grateful for but it makes your life so much better when you practice it on a daily basis All right, getting to the end here of this list, we are already on lesson number 22. 22 is the year coming up ahead. I've been seeing 222 a lot lately. So lesson number 22 is, and this comes from a book that I am reading called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Um, Just a little quote that really stood out to me in the book as I was listening to it, listening to the audiobook. And it is If you think you are so enlightened, spend a weekend with your parents. Now, I'm just going to start off by saying I love my parents. They mean the world to me. They are amazing people. But for anybody who has gone through a spiritual awakening, you know how difficult it can be to go back home to your family to the people who don't have the same views as you, don't see the world quite the same as you do. And one thing that I have really learned this year is that it is okay to have different beliefs than the people that you love, especially when it comes to your parents and the rest of your family. And some people that are listening to this may not be able to relate to this in the least, but for my spiritual friends out there that understand this, this one probably definitely hits home for you. Um, Before this year, I would really try to push my spiritual beliefs onto my family, and this year has really been one for me where I've realized that everybody is growing at different rates, and you cannot push anybody to believe in what you believe in. We're all perceiving life so much different than one another, and everybody is on their own path. So you can be an example. You can lead by example with your energy and your habits and all of those things, but you cannot push your beliefs onto your family, your friends, your coworkers, or anybody. You can talk to the people who you know are curious about it, but you cannot push your beliefs 
onto people. So the quote, if you think you're so enlightened, then spend a weekend with your parents. Um, I recently went back home and I spent some time with my family and just realized that we are on completely different paths. Like, you know, they watch a lot of TV. TV is not something that I really enjoy, but I did it. I sat and watched TV with them and I did some of the things that I normally wouldn't do because it's what makes them happy. And enlightenment truly is just making people around you feel good and feeling good about yourself. And I do say that your energy belongs to you and that it's important to keep that energy to yourself. But also, if you do value certain relationships with people and they like to do different things than you, they have a different way about going about life, that's okay. You can just go into it with an open mind and you can just accept the relationship for what it is and be an example, but don't push your beliefs onto them too heavily. All right. The final lesson that I have learned this year, 23rd lesson I have learned in 23 years. This is probably one that has saved me the most (laughs) this year. Lesson number 23 is to check in with yourself. So what do I mean by this? I do a whole practice whenever I'm feeling this way and I'm not sure exactly what my body is asking for and what I'm feeling. I simply place one hand over my heart, over my heart chakra, my heart space, whatever you want to call it. I take a deep, long inhale, hold at the top, and let it out, exhale, and I just ask myself, either aloud or in my head, How am I feeling in this moment? How does this situation make me feel? How does this relationship make me feel? How does this job make me feel? How does this food make me feel? And just really checking in with my body and seeing how I am feeling. And if you don't take the time to actually slow down and check in with yourself in those situations, it starts to create an anxiety and uncertainty, a disconnect from your being, and you're not actually processing what is going on. So the 23rd lesson that I have learned this year is to really slow down and to check in with myself and see how I am feeling. And it doesn't have to be putting your hand over your heart space, but really, if you take anything away from this, just take a deep breath, close your eyes. No, do do that in that. <laughs> do that in the opposite order. Close your eyes, take a deep breath and just ask yourself, how does this situation make me feel? And your body has the ability to give you a response. It will send you a signal in some sort of way and it's going to be different for every single person. So I'm not going to say, "Oh, look for a tingling sensation in your feet, look for a pulsing um, or a bright light in your your third eye. Like it's going to be different for every single person. And you just have to check in with yourself to see how you're feeling. And the more you do this, the more you practice this, the more apparent these signs will become. So make sure you check in with yourself. Ask yourself how you are feeling. And also ask yourself, is this serving my higher good? Is this serving my higher self? And if the answer is no, the answer might come to you in the form of, like I said, a tingling sensation, um, a discomfort in your body or something. 
and just notice those sensations as they come up for you. All right, everybody, and that is the final lesson of 23 things I have learned in 23 years. If you've listened through all the way to the end of this episode, I thank you so much for your time and your energy, and I really hope that you are able to take something away from this podcast. Right now, I am working on a text messaging system because I no longer have Instagram where I can interact with you guys. So um, the feedback from the podcast uh, will be easier to get to me Um, working on that right now. So stay tuned for that in the future. But for now, I would really appreciate if you all would subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast at. And I just... Thank you all so much for your support over the last year of me hosting the But How podcast. I really could not have done this without the love and support of the people in my life and the people who tune in every single week to listen to the But How podcast. I hope you guys all enjoyed. And like I said, stay tuned for that text messaging system coming in the future. I love you guys so much. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are at in the world. Thank you.